long. Welcome. This is Erica Glessing, and I am just so joyful to be here with you today. And I'm so excited to be in a new year and have some new guests on my show. This new guest, you've never met her before on the Erica Glessing show. She talks about telling stories. So uh, we just we just had to have an interview and we had to talk some more about that. We met and it was just such a juicy connection. I'd like to introduce Gail Nowak and uh, she's a story stylist. So welcome, Gail. How are you? Thank you, Erica, for having me. I'm excited to be here, and I'm doing well. So, you know, what's a story stylist? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the name of my company is The Story Stylist, and uh, that came about because I was I started my career as a journalist working for newspapers in the greater Boston area, and I, I really loved covering the local angle of national stories. I got to cover the 1998 Nagano Olympics, the Boston Marathon. But the thing about working as a journalist is that it's also, at least for me anyway, it was really toxic and negative and sensational. And that just did not really align with oh my, my personality. <laughs> I, I remember, uh, so I did, I had the same career path as a journalist. And I came up with a story idea and it was called A plus teachers. And Ooh, so once yeah. a month I would, I would like find these really cool success stories in the whole County. And I, I wouldn't let the school district suggest them. They had to come from like, you know, parents and kids. So right. then I would go find out like, what were the key components? And I remember I walked in the newsroom one time and I remember this grumpy editor and he was just like, can't you find any dirt? Ah, and that was the thing. It was like so toxic and it, and it wasn't a match for my sunny personality. And, it, and I remember like loving being a writing, you know, going out and doing stories every day. But then that focus on the negative man. Oh my gosh. Right. That just had to change. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I had a very similar experience with an editor too, where I was reporting on a, a fire in an apartment building and I came back to the newsroom and it was the same thing. He was like, well, didn't, didn't the fire chief say this? And, you know, he was really trying to put a negative spin on it. And I yeah. stood my ground and I was just a cub reporter at the time too. So it was a little, little scary, a little dicey. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I stood my ground. I was like, no, that's not what he said. That's not what he said. And the next morning, the headline, I can't remember exactly what the headline was, but it was really negative. And I just was like, oh, no, I called the fire department right away, asked to speak to the fire chief, talked to one of the lieutenants or, or you know, one of, one of his right. um, staff members. And they were like, he, he never wants to talk to you again. And I said, well, I don't blame him. I didn't, wow. not my choice, but I understand. And, yeah. you know, so it just wasn't the same thing. Like I loved going out. I loved writing the stories and meeting the people and asking the questions and, and digging for the for those um, extraordinary stories of ordinary people, but it, it was just like the newsroom atmosphere was not the right environment for me. So several years later, I went on the other side and worked in PR. Um, and what I learned from that um, is that for every negative news story that we see, there are probably 10 to 20 times, maybe even more positive ones that we don't know about. And so it was really interesting to, to be on the other side of that. And um, ultimately, I decided that 
I really wanted to get out and kind of do my own thing and start my own business and really look for those individuals, consultants, coaches, authors, experts who are doing really great things with their work and help them get their story out, help them yeah, how do I package find, like, it. Really. How do I, you know, here's the thing, like, I find everyone else more interesting than me. Like, I mean, honestly, I swear to gosh, I could promote authors like 24, seven, 365. And then it comes down to like, telling about my own stories and it's just this kind of deer in the headlights so how do I get around that yeah that's a, a great question and something that comes up often with with my clients so typically I come across three things people think that they don't have an interest interesting story um, they believe they don't even have a story or they have so many stories they don't know which one to tell and so the the first way to get around that is to really just sort of stop the mental chatter in whatever way you can, whether it's uh -huh. meditating or, you know, whatever it is that you do on a regular basis to sort of help you stop the, the gremlins, right? And, and just trust that there's a story there. You know, the reason why people struggle to figure it out is because it's, it's so close to you mm. and you take it for granted. And so it can be really hard. I think people know intuitively what their story is, but they just might not trust enough to roll with it because they're so close to it and they're so emotionally invested in it. And it, you know, it, it can be something that makes you feel vulnerable. And so you might not want to go, might not want to explore and, and sort of have the adventure of like digging around this particular story um so it does help to sort of talk with with someone else about yeah, definitely those gut instincts and definitely. and help you uncover those yeah. elements and i do notice like when people the only funny thing like the whole thing about spilling your whole gut sometimes <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to spill your whole guts either <laughs> i i you know, I like some gut spilling, but then I also like the aha and the, and the, you know, the transformation. Like, it's really fun to hear, like, how someone is now. Like, if their whole thing is all the terrible things they went through, but then they don't give you any of the, how this has transformed their lives. That's a little bit challenging for me. Like, that's a little bit challenging for me to stomach. I, I don't, I think people... Um, think they have to tell every horrible thing that ever happened to them sometimes. And sometimes it's like, now nah, just tell some of it, but you know, talk about the transformation also, and then talk about the after also. So spend some time on all three parts and not just right. the gut wrenching part. I mean, what, right. what do you think about that? Because people, yeah, no, that's to say the gut wrenching part, you know, you're right, and I think that 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 that's a scenario where, where people may have been misled. Yes, it's absolutely important to, to express some of the vulnerability in your story. But to me, it's not a complete story if you leave people in that, in that place. That's just right. because a story is, is about how you change or about how someone else has changed, right? Yes. Like that's really what a story is. Yeah. And so you, it, the first thing really is to, know your audience and 
figure out what message I always encourage my clients to sort of reverse engineer it. So thinking about your audience and the message that you want to deliver to them, what is the best story that fits with that message that shows relevance and change that, that they're wanting. And you're absolutely right. It is like a three act play, right? Because it's about kind of the challenge and then the, the, um, you know, tipping point or that, that aha moment and then the actual transformation. And then finally, like your message is that nice little bow that wraps it all up and makes it relevant to whoever it is that you're telling the story to. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you could stop by my show today. It was so much fun. If someone would like to meet with you and find out more and uncover their own stories, um, how can they reach you and find out more? The best place to reach me is at thestorystylist.com. All my contact information is there. There's lots of uh, free tips on my blog and opportunities to reach out to me in, in a variety of ways. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming, Gail. Thanks, Erica.